Meeting the people in your community. Here's Lisa Kay with Talk of the Town. It is a midweek Wednesday. We welcome you back to Talk of the Town in the studio. My name is Lisa Kay, and Mankato Symphony Orchestra is our focus today. Executive Director Bethel back in with us. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. I love seeing you. You're always so sunny. Like I am. <laughs> I try are. to be sunny on a dreary day. So Yeah, you never know what we're going to get here in this state. I had somebody that I, I know that lives in Oregon posting about they were expecting snow and she's so over the snow and uh, i said well we call that sunday or monday through saturday <laughs> here in minnesota so hmm. well we brought a guest today we again did. and i haven't seen this guest since last year all the way back to last year <laughs> i'm always happy to introduce our our artistic director richard belcher uh, artistic director of our music on the hill series welcome back Thank you. Well, nice to be here. Nice I'm to see you again. So glad that you're uh, surviving our... You just got into town. Where'd you come into Mankato from this time? Uh, from the Twin Cities. Okay, so that's yeah, not, not too, too far. far. Not no. too bad. Um, and we're here talking a little bit about uh, what's going on. I noticed that you are going to be playing in this particular piece that we're going to be seeing mm-hmm. coming up. Um, and this is Sunday, March 5th. Uh, so what have you been doing since the last time I saw you? Uh a lot of performing in the Twin Cities yeah. uh, with Minnesota Orchestra this season. Uh, I was also just down in, in Houston playing with a chamber orchestra down there. So that was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. How easy is it to slide into those different seats that you occupy? Uh, it's it's okay. It comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah you get used to doing all that um, and you're playing so i have to imagine that you know the people that you sit by are they the same do they change no it's well it depends uh the the chamber orchestra down in houston it's you i usually have the same stand partner okay um but up here and uh when i'm with the minnesota orchestra it there's a sort of almost weekly or every other <laughs> week rotation okay um, but the the cello section there is really fun everyone's great fun to sit with so mm. And then, of course, in chamber music, it's uh, there are no other cellos usually when I play, mm-hmm. and so that's a, a a great treat. So something like this Sunday is great. I think great explaining that a little bit might help some of our listeners that mm. don't really understand what the difference is mm. between like the symphony orchestra and a chamber orchestra and all of that. If we weren't right. into music, can you can you go over that quick? So yeah, the the three things I've just mentioned kind of show the the range. Um, when I'm playing with Minnesota Orchestra, the section is 10 or 11 cellists. And uh, so you're playing typically the same part as as all those other cellists. And, you know, we're fitting into the whole orchestra. So, um, and that comes together, the, the conductor sort of brings that all together. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the same here with Mankato Symphony. Uh, the chamber orchestra I was referring to, it's a little bit like my... My regular job, not this year, but mm-hmm. uh, with St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, um, and the same with this chamber orchestra in Houston, which is called Rocco, uh, which is a section of four. Okay. And so that's, um, you're still playing the same part, typically, as the other cellists, um, at, but just, you know, it's a smaller, you're closer to the other, all the other section. And um, and then with chamber music, you're typically the only one playing your part. Mm. So um, in a piano trio, for example, there's just one cello, one violin, and a piano. And that's what we'll be talking about today. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll, be, we'll be playing a piano trio on Sunday. 
And this is a program I'm really excited about and have been looking forward to for, for quite a while. And I'm excited that we'll be able to invite people out to see. Uh, do you prefer any one of the three that you've mentioned as far as uh, when you're performing by yourself or, you know, as... as uh, you know, it, I, I always different? would have said it's just different. I, I've i always been drawn to chamber music. That was something that I did uh, before I ever played in an orchestra when I was young. Um, I I was put into chamber groups. So that that's always got a special place for me and, and most of my career was in a string quartet mm. so two violins one viola and, and one cello but uh, the more I play in larger ensembles the the more fun it seems to get and it's just a different animal you know right. and uh, you you can do things play things in, in big big ensembles that you just there's no way you can be part of that power and massive sound um uh, when you're playing in a, a small chamber group. But then again, the flip side is with chamber music, there's a lot of uh, expression that you are creating yourself that you don't perhaps get to do in in the larger, right. larger group. You're responsible for a feeling and a sound. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just a more intimate musical conversation. I like this. Okay, we, we should really go and see... All the different types. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about um, what's coming up on Sunday, March 5th, um, it's going to be a beautiful chapel that it's in, first of yes. all, Bethel. I mean, yes. what a great place to hear music. It's, it's really ideal for chamber music, mm-hmm. the size, the acoustics, and, and notwithstanding the piano itself, mm-hmm. which is really the finest instrument, I think, one of the finest <laughs> instruments down here. She's a pianist. <laughs> Steinway. Yes. And, and we just got new hammers on it. So it's, it's a beautifully regulated, and, and the sound is wonderful, too. So... Very fortunate to have that. So we're talking about Trinity Chapel. That's uh, Bethany Lutheran College, correct? Which is a great mm-hmm. place to go uh, see this coming up on Sunday. And um, Richard, tell us a little bit about uh, the other um, performers that are going to be with you, the other musicians mm-hmm. that are coming. So Hannah Kim and Ray Do are the the other musicians. Hannah is a fantastic pianist, um, and Ray, uh, uh, an amazing violinist. They're married. Um, Ray is uh, assistant concertmaster of Minnesota Orchestra, and Hannah uh, recently won a position as the pianist with New York City op- uh, Ballet. Ballet. Wow! Ballet. And she's so busy there, um, <laughs> playing concertos and playing uh, all over the place. So we're lucky that she's able to come and perform with us. Um, and th- it's a program that, um, yeah, I. I said I've been looking forward to it. it it's, I've played Ravel's String Quartet many, many times and recorded that with my group. Um, but this will be the first time playing the, the piano trio that he wrote, which is an incredible work um, and just full of the most beautiful textures and it's complex yet so easily uh, appreciated. Um, it's just It works on so many levels and it, it's a treat to be playing that. When did this particular uh, performance get on the books? Like, how, how far in advance did you have to plan this? And I assume from your connections, mm-hmm. um, that makes it easier. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice to have uh, friends who... Uh, <laughs> Would you like to play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. You, <laughs> the, the, and, the, yeah, they're great and wonderfully experienced. And um, so, yes, that that's great. This... Uh, when was this planned? Pro- Probably a year ago. Probably huh? a year ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Or close to, yeah. And then how, how does one practice for this? If obviously married couple, hopefully they're in the same space, <laughs> even though she's very busy and he's very busy. Um, but how do you fit into the, the, the practicing of it all? Well, at first you you do your practice by yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't matter if she's busy in New York. She can add to her busyness <laughs> with, <laughs> with this practice. Um, yeah, so you, typically what you do is you'll take your own part and, and learn that before the rehearsals begin. And then you come together and... Um, the better prepared you are, the easier those rehearsals are. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's always fun because everyone, no, no matter how many times you might have done a piece before um, or if it's the first time, um, uh, in the case of this Ravel trio, I have a, a sense of how it goes, you know, from recordings that I've grown up listening to. Right. Um, but uh, even if I think I'm going to be doing it a certain way, it, it comes out with each person's f- flavor. Um, right. And so then it's putting that together. And that, that's one of the really fun things um, that I get to do for Music on the Hill is put these groups together. And um, each personality brings their own flavor to, to each piece and um, sets, sets up hopefully the magic. Then as artistic director, as you said, you get to choose who's going to be performing. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you go about doing that? Is it a sound? Is it a, it, is it a way that you know, maybe, you know, maybe they perform well together or yeah. somebody else would fit? How do you know? The, there are a lot of different things. Um, the Yeah, you, you get a sense of what people like to play, but also... Uh, what type of personalities will hopefully gel together. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> in the case of a married couple, you hope, <laughs> hopefully they've Let's figured that out. Let's hope it's a good day. Right? <laughs> yeah. Richard um, knows that very well because his wife is a violinist. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's... Uh, Different dynamic. Yeah, it's always a, a special dynamic when you get to play with, with your non-musical partner who also is musical, um, right. um, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so you're looking at, uh, well, in many ca- most cases, the musicians that you're asking to play, they know each other already. Mm-hmm. And um, Is it a small world? Or Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and within the, the Minnesota orchestra world, there are, there are those that you know that are particularly interested in playing chamber music and who have a lot of experience in that. Um, and... So that's that's nice to to know, and and generally people are very very willing and excited to to add fun concerts. Especially as mm-hmm. Bethel said, it's in a we get to play in a beautiful space with a fantastic piano. So that's a, a treat for for the performers as much as it is for the listeners. Okay, so the piano is there. Mm-hmm. Piano is there, mm-hmm. and so they just come in and play. Yeah, pianists have that special problem, if you want to call it, where they have. They don't know their instrument always before they perform. Right. You, you have to kind of take Everything what's is there. Um, and so for uh, to have such a, a supremely, you know, wonderfully kept instrument, uh, Steinway, and it's well-maintained and it's um, is such a treat to have mm. you know, on top of having a good space. 
you don't usually have that marriage happen. Right, and then <laughs> you're bringing have, in some... You have a wonderful venue, but yeah. horrible piano. <laughs> or, or a wonderful piano and awful acoustics or something. Right. You know, But to have both is really special. It and really to is be a ab- treat. to be able to bring that caliber of musician here for us to hear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So mm-hmm. that's very exciting. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the music that will be played? Mm-hmm. So we're, the program begins with a, a Mozart trio, actually the first piano trio that he wrote, uh, which is, I've always felt that Mozart goes really well with Ravel. Ravel mm. was kind of the cornerstone piece that I um, chose for this program. So it was about finding what fits with mm-hmm. that. And so Mozart, Like everything else, it seems like what fits where. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the middle piece on the program is um, by the composer Rena Esmail who is a fantastic composer um, who I first came across about 10 years ago um, through a chamber orchestra. Uh, and I, I was really taken with uh, this particular piece of hers and thought I've got to keep my eye on her for when some chamber music comes up that mm-hmm. she writes. And sure enough, I found that she'd written a couple of trios and I was listening to them. And um, before I was thinking of this program, I... I was listening to it and thinking, oh, it makes me think of Raval, or maybe this would hmm. would pair well with it. And then, you know, it panned out nicely that right. I could put them together. Well, I was reading this here that that it, it fuses elements of different types of music, mm-hmm. like Indian and what does it say, uh, Western classical. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be uh, it'll be interesting. How do you you said that the Ravel's the cornerstone. Yeah. So you're putting. Well, and that, that was the that was the first piece I thought of. Okay. And and then it was pretty much like building uh, the rest of the program um, around that, or figuring out what could lead up to that. Um, and yeah, but each of these pieces is something that I'm you know I'm really excited about playing. Um, the Ravel is the biggest of the the pieces on the program so yeah it's very yeah. exciting to mm-hmm. to have um the music continuing throughout the year i know that um and you, you brought me uh, a cd tell me about this briefly yeah so the cd i brought is of the two piano quintets by erno Docnani, um and i would have the, mispronounced that by the way yeah. <laughs> it, it's not quite what it looks like no now. um but this is a, a recording that my string quartet made um, and the first of the two quintets we're going to be featuring on the last concert of our Music on the Hill season. Um, so that's our May concert. Okay. We'll be featuring the first piano Will you quintet. come back and talk about it as well? I'd love to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back into yes. the talk. Um, good. I like this. Uh, and so we should probably talk about um, what else is coming up for you mm-hmm. then after this concert is finished, which uh, again, Sunday, March 5th, 3 p.m. About how long would people expect to be? Uh, it's a, roughly an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a it's a really exciting mix of pieces, and um, yeah, I I'm very excited about it, and I hope you will be too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we a public invite for everybody to come yes, out and, and, and get their tickets. And Bethel, you'll tell us how to do that. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, visit manculosymphony.org um, for. Purchasing tickets, uh, or you can show up at the door on the day out, too. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. What else is coming afterwards for you? I know we have another concert in May. 
Um, yep. So once I hate to put the cart before the horse, and so once this is finished on Sunday, then what uh-huh. do you what do you start working on for that? Well, actually, there's another one I'm going to throw out. That's Perfect. In, in April. Okay. As well, so okay. we've got this one: March, April, and May. March, April, um, and May. Three more Music on the Hill concerts. Uh, and in between, lots of uh, Minnesota orchestra performances, mm-hmm. um, which will keep me busy. And uh, lots of driving back and forth. Like yeah, one, back one, and forth. One sixty nine gets <laughs> a workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, what else is coming up for the whole? Yeah, right. Yeah, the symphony orchestra. So uh, Ernesto Estegribia is coming back in town for our symphony concert on the twenty fifth of of March. So this is a Saturday evening concert, seven p.m. at St. Peter. High School Auditorium. Okay. And uh, I love the different venues that you're always in. Yeah. Some place. Yeah, there's some fantastic places yeah. around here. Um, and, and we have just spectacular program. I'll, I'll bring Ernesto to your studio. We can, you can talk to him before that concert, too. But we're going to have um, a fabulous violinist. Eunice Kim is going to solo on a Prokofiev second violin concerto with the Mankato Symphony in that program. Wow, and the the title of the program is, is Liquefied, which is the name of a piece by Michael Abels. This real energetic opening piece to the program, and we'll also have Dvorak, a Sixth Symphony, and so this is will be the full symphonic um, concert on the twenty fifth. All right. Well, I know we're going to be, like you said, talking to Ernesto a little bit yeah. later on. But Richard, thank you so much for coming back in to talk oh, about the town. Uh, I can't wait to hear about this when. Um, the tickets are on sale right now. They are. Because yep. the concert's coming up on Sunday, so we want to make sure people get that. You can find the links below in the show notes on KTOE.com on the blogs or the podcast page. And anything else we want to share in closing today? Did we cover everything? I think we covered everything. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully More, we'll see you there on Sunday. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. More practicing for you then. Yeah. When does everybody come to town to... to oh, rehearsals are happening through this week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, is, did I ask before, is it appropriate to say break a leg? Oh, yeah. Here? Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. right. Well, break Just a leg. Just don't break a string. That's right. <laughs> that would be worse. Worse. Yeah. Once again, our talk of the town today, Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Uh, Richard and Bethel, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.